is a contributor of Yahoo Sports and Real GM. He's our friend Keith Smith. The Jazz success, of course, is going to rest on the shoulders of Donovan and Rudy. That was going to happen anyway, but it seems to me with no Bogdanovich, Mike Conley is in a position to pick up a lot of that slack from a production standpoint. What do you think? I think you're spot on with that. I think you're going to need him and Joe Ingles to step up and do a lot of playmaking as well as scoring off the dribble. That was the big thing with adding Conley and Bogdanovich. It looks like right before the pause, maybe he was starting to finally figure some things out. I know he had been dealing with some health issues this year, and hopefully, you know, he's got that ready to go. But Conley's going to have to step up. Howard Beck with us. We're going to be wall-to-wall NBA basketball basically for the next year and a half. Yeah. That December 1st start date for next season is tentative. It is a goal. It is not final. And I'm already sounding like there's some pushback from the union potentially. But I can see what the NBA is trying to do there. After all that's happened, after squeezing in these games, after the delay and everything else, if you can get next season started as soon as December 1st, that's really only about five, six weeks behind what some recent seasons have started. And you could see a path to getting back on track by playing with the schedule a bit so that you're not having a permanent schedule shift. Former U, Kenneth Scott with us back on The Big Show. Everybody knows of an unfortunate situation that occurred about seven years ago. However, it was, honest, it was a mistake. Coach Galley is a great man. This guy is a truly great human being all around. Can you be a great human being and use that racist slur? We don't know the context of it, but we all know that he's not a racist whatsoever. He's a great human being, so that's all I can say really about the situation. I just know he's not a racist. It's what people may portray him to be. He must made a mistake. Probably got too comfortable in the situation, whatever it may be, but he's definitely not a racist. Sam Amick with us for NBA Daily Assist. I think the Jazz are interesting. They're going to play a part. I'm sure they would prefer not to, which is the team that it all started with. And that's not their fault because if it wasn't Rudy, it was going to be somebody else. But when they start up again, everything with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy is going to be on display. Quinn Snyder trying to be a leader like he was during the whole situation and get this team going in a good direction. On top of that, Boyan Bogdanovich has to have the procedure. He probably would have been able to gut it out through the playoffs if the season had never come to an end. That's a tough price to pay for a season being suspended. You lose a 20-point-per-game score. So I can talk about your jazz all day. The great Frank Clayton on with us. I don't know if I told this story before, but this is one of the nicest things and greatest things that ever happened to me. When I resigned, you know what Jerry said? Hey, coach, you know, if in two weeks you decide to come back, I'll step aside. I'll be happy to be your assistant for the rest of my career. Wow. That, to me, was something special. That's a real friend, but Jerry was a special guy. I mean, you know, those things don't appear in his resume or his history, but that's the truth. He was just a special guy. Sports Radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Everybody's Let's get rolling.
This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Welcome on in. It is The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Well done by Austin on Sounds of the Week right there. We are on location today. We are hanging out with our good friends at Robin Sports. We're right here in Bountiful. Very easy to get to. 110 West Center Street in Bountiful, basically. First West and Center Street. Uh, come on by and see us. Uh, these guys uh, do a fantastic job. Uh, we're out here to uh, talk about a number of different things with them, but uh, check them out. Uh, it's Robin Sports. Uh, Austin back at our Vivint Smart Home Arena studio and safely social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Hi, Jake. Sounds like you're having fun out there today. That's good. That's a good place to have some fun. And uh, I'm kind of ready to have some fun during the show today. Yeah, no doubt. It's Friday. Let's let's have a little fun. Uh, yeah, this is a, a really fun place to be, actually, uh, Gordon. Uh, they, uh, I think you should uh, come up with your own logo. You know, like if if there really <laughs> were a team Monson, you know, sketch out what that logo would look like, and we should get it on a shirt for you. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Do you want me to do one for the big show? Yeah, because yeah. you know well, I am a bit of an artist. That's what I'm saying. I'm uh, appealing towards uh, that that side of you. Maybe, yeah, maybe we should get a Big Show logo and right. uh, and see what they can do. Of course, uh, they they do all sorts of, of things here at uh, at Robin Sports, including fan gear, custom uh, team gear, customizable uh, custom jerseys for all sports, sporting equipment. I mean, they they do all sorts of stuff at all different levels here at Robin Sports. So. Uh, very cool. So yeah, we could get a we could get some big show gear rolling, Gordon. What do you think? Sounds good to me. Yeah, why not? You know, oh, uh, Kurt Thomas from the top row. Kurt Thomas, of course, here with me at Robin Sports just d- dropped in, so that he said then he can steal it again. <laughs> Coming from the master miscommunicator there, the man who signaled oh, man. to me through the window. Have it all you want. Pick whatever you want. I All don't right. think Kurt would agree with, with that, uh, Gordon, but that was hilarious. Well done, Kurt Thomas. Well done. <laughs> what, if, what is the universal sign for have all you want? <laughs> yeah, what is the universal sign for please take hundreds of dollars worth of this? <laughs> I think he kind of he, he put his palms together and just kind of spread them out like an, like an eagle spreading its wings. Like there. Look, the the sportswear fairy has <laughs> has graced us with his presence. Oh man, that was funny. Well, well done, uh, Kurt. All right, we are uh, we are very busy on a Friday. We've got uh, Gordon's list coming up here momentarily. How's the list today, Gordo? Good, solid. All right, so that's coming up right around the corner. Brent Sobleski from the Bleacher Report covers the NFL is going to join us at three thirty. Howard Beck makes his Friday appearance at 4 o'clock, and uh, Blake, uh, well, actually, it could be one of a couple of guys, but we're going to have somebody on from Megaplex uh, Theaters coming up at 4.30 as they uh, announced their reopening uh, or or their process to reopen. So uh, we'll talk to one of them from Megaplex coming up at 4.30. Should we jump right into the list, Gordon? Is there anything else we we need to address? Should we get right to it? Let's get right to it, yeah. All right, Austin, hit it. 
And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know, we're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. Uh, who's your I don't understand it. I, 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 whatever. Well, I mean, I, maybe I would. I mean, if we were going to sell over that 45 percent. Uh, yeah, I go. Well, I, 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 I that does not look. I, I mean, it just doesn't. <laughs> it's perfectly. I know. I just I, 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 I'm hoping he does it. I am. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. <laughs> well done, as usual, Austin. Uh, Gordon's List brought to you each and every week by our friends at Tim Daly Nissan Southtown. What's the first item on the list this week, Gordon? Well, first of all, give me another minute, and I might have gotten to whatever it was I was trying to say. <laughs> what I'm saying here. All right, let's start with the NBA. The NBA timeline, Jake. The league and the players must still agree on safety and health regulations. Uh, a second coach will be allowed at player workouts, I believe, starting today. It said Friday, so I'm assuming that means today. All players must return to home team cities by June 22nd. On June 23rd, the NBA will start testing for the coronavirus. On July 1st, all players will be evaluated and start their individual workouts at the practice facilities. Sometime between Ju- July 7th and 9th, teams will arrive for their camps in Orlando. Scrimmages between teams will begin July 21st. The season resumes on July 30th, and the playoffs will begin on August 17th. Now, all of that needs to be worked out still because more and more NBA players apparently, Jake, have concerns about the league's bubble plan and their return, led by Kyrie Irving, according to, I saw a tweet by Howard Beck, who will be on the show in a bit. Uh, Apparently, they're going to have a conference call of up to 200 players to discuss, react, um, I, I think they should uh, discuss, and I, I think uh, concerns should be uh, addressed or at very least uh, try to address them. Um, uh, we've had a lot of uh, we've had a lot of conversation about that. You know, I could I could give you my personal opinion that if it were me, I you know, there's a lot to feel comfortable with uh, that I know so far. Of course, you know, we don't know all the the down and dirty details, but I mean, daily testing. That's I mean, that's a that's a big investment in the safety of the players. And I, I think, you know, uh, seclusion in Orlando, I mean, I, these things are, are big steps that I think show that the NBA is trying to do this do this correctly. But, you know, like, like we talked about, we're all kind of going through this unique situation together, and we're all trying to, to do our best. And uh, it, concerns certainly need to be listened to if not understood. What do you think, based on what you've read, based on what you've heard, Jake, what do you think the player's number one concern is? Is it being away from home for three months or two months or whatever it might be? Or do you think it is the uh, the worry about 
COVID-19? you think it's something else? Well, I hope, you know, if we're, if we're having a conversation about safety, I, I hope that it, it's about safety, which is where the concerns are. Um, I, I'm trying to think of it. I hope there aren't hidden agendas like somebody just does not want to come back because, you know, they, they don't feel like it. And are, are citing, you know, concerns over the coronavirus. And, you know, I, I hope none of that would, would trickle in. But, um, you know, I think safety up until the, the, the standard that they're comfortable. It's a word we're using a lot, comfortable. I even read somewhere where some of the players were concerned about interrupting the momentum of the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, you would think that maybe some really, some good things could come from uh, the NBA playing games uh, through this time to further that. I, I, I don't know. What do you think of that one? Uh, well, I mean, that's if they feel if they feel that way. I mean, their protest on saying that we wouldn't play would certainly amplify uh, some things if it if it actually came to that. But would it come to that? I don't know. What do you make of the schedule? As uh, as reported here, uh, that makes pretty good sense. I mean, the way they're spreading that out, it sure seems to me like that's more than ample time for these players to get readjusted. Some of them will probably come back uh, less than, than prime condition, but uh, this seems like a, a really uh, deliberate plan. Yeah, it. You know, I mean, when we talked to Locke earlier in the week, uh, he said it almost feels like there might be too much time in preparation. And in, as you and I have talked about uh, before, it's probably better in this circumstance to err on the side of too much time for preparation to get the product, you know, uh, as good as it uh, can possibly be. And for players, speaking of player safety, you know, uh, that they kind of, you know, have plenty of time to ramp up and get into shape, do it safely where they can, you know, be at, at uh, max capacity, so to speak, or, or ready to really uh, compete at a playoff level. I think it's important that they build up into that. So uh, I, I'm with you. I think the, the timeline is just fine. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Uh, we'll talk more about that as time goes by. And as I mentioned, Howard, back as you mentioned, Jake, will join us in a bit and we'll talk to him about a lot of these issues on down the list golf is underway the pga tour event goes on at colonial in fort worth texas hey it's sports jake it's sports and on that leaderboard harold varner is in first uh one stroke back jordan spieth hmm. i like it rory mcelroy uh, a couple shots back I, I love it, Gordon. I, I think it's great. I because I mean when you think about golf, you know, it you you should be able to pull that off fairly easily and continue on, right? I mean, you know, space on a golf course and you don't necessarily need fans. It's it's easy to put on uh it's an easy sport to put on TV, right? There's you can make an adjustment and 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 have the sport continue on. Golf is a great example of that. It's not a surprise that it's one of the first sports back for those reasons, and I, I love it. I'm on board. Let's do this thing. Well, apparently these golfers are in pretty good, are doing pretty well. I mean, uh, I think, Var what is he, 11 under right now on uh, on Friday? They, uh, I don't know whether the Colonial course is tough or easy or whatever, but uh, they seem to be having their way with it as we speak, at least the leaders are. Well, I'm sure the, if the, they've been practicing, I'm sure, Gordon. 
What's the longest you've gone without playing golf? In I mean, my here life? In Utah, here in Utah during the winter months, obviously a lot of people don't play unless you go south. Uh, but uh, how long has the longest stretch been where you have not picked up a golf club? And the subsequent question, of course, is how did you play when you came back? Okay, so I don't know on the month's front, but I'll tell you this. When we first had our daughter, when she was first born and we were adjusting to life as in this new world that we called parenthood, my my golf rounds went basically down to zero for, I would say, a year. I played like maybe once for an entire calendar year. Uh-huh. So that that I guess that's probably my answer. And how did she look when you came back swinging that club? Uh, well, the same not, as ever? or <laughs> Well, I'm not what you would call good. So, I mean, there wasn't, You're not bad, Jake. Come there on. wasn't much of a fall off. It was, it was the same uh, grip it and rip it uh, game that I've always had. <laughs> Some things in life are very consistent. Prominent NASCAR drivers, including Jimmy Johnson, Bubba Wallace, and Kyle Busch, well, they cut ties with helmet ma- a helmet maker over tweets that they've had relationships with. I guess Jason Beam rallied in defense of the Confederate flag and called Wallace's Black Lives Matter car, quote, unquote, garbage. Mm. Um, well, these and these are star NASCAR drivers said enough of that. We're uh, disassociating ourselves with you. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's, you know, we could have a, a, a larger conversation about cancel culture and how we and how we feel about that. But, I mean, in a, in a sense, NASCAR drivers are, are a very literal example of this sometimes. But uh, these guys are billboards, you know, what the, the they can choose which uh, companies to associate their names with. It's it's a little bit more than just, you know, buying helmets. Right. So I, I respect I respect their right to be choosy about what they what they endorse. Uh, you, Gordon, yeah. uh, you know, I don't want to speak for you on this, but I like it that our, our station finds great partners that are really, really easy to endorse, like the good folks here at Robin Sports. It's it's easy to talk about these guys and uh, and have them on the show because they, they do great they do great things for our listeners and have the potential to do great things for our listeners. So I, I, I'm not going to blame those those drivers, or I guess we're not talking about blame here, but I think I'm not blaming I'm them saying. at all. I think they're, they're yeah, taking I, I, they a righteous the right cause. Yeah, not just so. a right. I think they have a responsibility to do it. When you have somebody is manufacturing something that you have a contract with, that you have a, uh, an, an association with, and they say stupid things like that. I, more power to uh, Jimmy and Bubba and Kyle, and I think there was another one as well. Well, can I add to that that I wish people would scrutinize uh, the companies that they um, that they choose to uh, support. I, w- I wish they would scrutinize those companies a little bit more. I think that would be I would be uh, that would be a good thing if we thought like, okay, what's this company? Where where is this coming from? What are they all about? Major League Baseball draft is now complete, Jake. And did you see this story? The Yankees' first-round pick, power-hitting catcher Austin Wells out of Las Vegas. Well, he admitted that he grew up a Red Sox fan. Hmm. And making matters worse, he became a Red Sox fan by watching 
the Sox come back from that three-game deficit to beat the Yankees in their 2004 World Series run. So he, I'll, he I'll, does admit he does admit, however, that he is now a Yankees fan. <laughs> well, of course he is. I, I was going to say, you, you know, he'll get over that as soon as he sees the first check, and then the fans will get over that as soon as he hits his first dinger, as they say. So I, I think everybody will be able to put that behind him. I wonder how that is. Though. That's kind of funny when you think of because most guys who who are, you know, whatever sport they're playing, if they're good enough to be a number one draft pick, then chances are they have uh, immersed themselves in sports, and especially the sport they play. And sometimes their allegiances for many years have been, well, for an opposing team. Yeah. All right, Gordo. Especially a situation like that that is uh, a rather heated rivalry. All right, Gordo, we'll get to more of the list coming up right around the corner. But right now, we are hanging out at Robbins Sports. We're here in Bountiful, 110 West Center Street, in fact, in Bountiful. And uh, our friend uh, Jason joins us. And, uh, Jason, first and foremost, it's great to be back. It's great to see you guys. It seems like things are are still busy as ever. Yeah, man, we are happy to have you back. It's been a while. Yeah, since uh, last fall, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So here we are in the spring. We, uh, coming through, you know, a little bit of a slow patch with uh, sports being canceled, but it's great to see uh, baseball out there playing, playing ball. I drove by the park the other day, and we're seeing baseball tournaments and soccer started up again, lacrosse. So we're we're excited, and we're happy to get out there. You know, meet with some of these teams and see a little bit, you know, what's going on with them and, and how we can help. We're just thrilled to be back and, and have you here with us. Yeah, it's kind of a sign of things, you know, at least somewhat getting back to normal when you see kids out on those fields again and it's going, okay, this is this is what summer is, is supposed to be like at least yeah. a little bit, you know. Absolutely. Hey, I had somebody Jake. tell me. Yeah, yeah, Jake, Gordo. Will you ask Jason if he can make a big show sure, uh, for the whole team, you know, just or – or something that would uh, spruce up the way we look. Uh, yeah, we were talking about a big show logo on a on Let's some sort it. of show jersey or something like Next that. Next time you guys are, you, are back, we'll get you a that? big show uh, jersey. How about that? Gordon, are you are you doing art on this as they say? How do they say that in the biz? Who's who's, who's doing the art on this project? You know, I did I did say I'm a bit of an artiste, but I think Jason probably better qualified than than. oh i see you're 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 farming that one out are you we have uh very qualified designers that could help us out but uh we'd love to have you take a stab at it gordon (laughs) okay do you get do you get uh do you get excited when you like an order comes in and you you worked with them all the way along and you you pull the thing out and it's just awesome. I mean, that's like a, a, a cool feeling, actually. It is cool. In fact, DHL arrived this morning. That's always a happy day. We had three boxes of jerseys come in, and we were able to pull them out. And one of them, we should probably get a picture of it and post it online. A team, a lacrosse team, designed a jersey. Their name is Jordan Pushed Off. And oh, on the hilarious. jersey is an actual image uh-huh. of the play of Jordan making that of last him shot. Pushing. Yeah. <laughs> Their team is called Jordan Pushed Off. It's a lacrosse team and we did those jerseys. We pulled them out of the bag and it's the old school purple and kind of that copper brown white colors and uh we were thrilled to see those. That's awesome. So yeah, to your point, it is it's exciting. And they came in, 
We just had a gentleman walk in who picked up a bunch of jerseys for their seven-on-seven camp tonight. So we were able to meet that deadline and by the skin of our teeth. But it, awesome. was, uh, but it was good. It's happy. Have you ever, uh, and maybe this is what we need for our big show apparel, uh, Gordon, have you ever put, like, uh, the Bad News Bears, Chico's Bail Bonds on the back of uh, a jersey? You remember that movie? We've never done that. No, we should, haven't yeah. done that. <laughs> That's so true. We'll I put love uh, that movie. Gordon Monson Bail Bonds. How uh, about that? I like that. <laughs> I, I like that very much. All right. Well, we'll talk about the uh, the all-poly camp uh, coming up a little later on in the show, but I know you guys are, are doing some fun stuff with them and uh, just – but uh, want to get the word out to our yeah. listeners if they they need help with all this yeah. stuff. You guys are here. Absolutely, we'll introduce a special guest in uh, the next hour. Um, but for now, we are talking about uh, fall sports and winter sports jerseys, team player packs, spirit wear, team wear, pretty much anything that your team needs from the apparel standpoint all the way to equipment. <clears throat> if you need balls, you know bats, helmets. We have some great football helmets for sale. Uh, come on in or just give us a call. We're here in Bountiful. It's 110 West Center Street in Bountiful. And our number is 801-224-4418. And uh, you can call us up. You'll get uh, a couple of us um, answering the phone. And uh, there's a call coming in right now, <laughs> good, actually. Good, uh, But we're uh, happy to answer your calls. You'll always be able to speak to myself or my business partner and uh, get to talk to the owners. Uh, don't forget as well as about robinsports.com, which I'm looking at right now. Very sharp website. Thank you. You can uh, figure your way around that. Robinsports.com. Uh, Jason, thank you very much. We'll catch up with you throughout the show. It's good Absolutely. to see you. Thanks, Jake. All right. We'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Band of the day today is The Coasters, selected by Austin and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. I am live from Robin Sports, 110 West Center Street, right here in Bountiful. Come on by uh, and uh, you can say hello, give it a wave. We'll do the the distance thing, but uh, get online, RobinSports.com. Find out what they can do for you. Uh, your team, your group, uh, they are great. Robinsports.com or here 110 West Center Street in Bountiful. We pro- It is Friday. That means it's Gordon's List. We proceed. What is the next item, Gordon? The next item is, Jake, have you ever been had a really pleasant surprise, something that came out of the blue that you had no clue was uh, either possible or present in any way, shape, or form? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've, I've had a few of those in my life, I'd, I'd say. Anything come Would you to like mind? me to share? Yeah, What's I mean, uh, it, as long as it's not too personal. Yeah. Uh, no, here, here's a nice, simple example. Gordon, you and I, when we were doing the show together the first time, you remember I was doing the long-distance relationship with my then-girlfriend, now-wife, 
who is yes. doing uh, uh, law school in San Diego. Did you ever right? admit to her how miserable you were when she was gone? Oh, she knows. In fact, that kind of plays that kind of plays into this because I I don't know why I was, I was probably having co-host problems, but I was having a, a <laughs> difficult week, and uh, lo and behold, <laughs> what showed up in the uh, I, I got kind of a package in the mail, and it uh-huh. was a popcorn bucket, some popcorn. Uh, a DVD movie, I can't even remember. I think it was one of my History Channel shows that I liked. And it was anyway just, a, a, you know, like just something out of the blue to make me feel better. Oh, good. Well, that's nice. Right. That's very that's nice. That's what I'm telling you. That's almost as good as what happened uh, to a family in New Jersey when their 97-year-old uh, grandpa, uncle, whatever, uh, passed away, 97 years, pretty good run. His name is James, I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, Misioni. Okay. And he was known as Uncle Jimmy. He passed away in March at that age of 97. And what he left behind, nobody in the family knew existed. They found, I think it was in the attic, but somewhere where they hadn't looked before, as they were going through his belongings, they found a collection of baseball cards that included multiple cards signed by none other than Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, and Jimmy Fox. He had, I think, six or seven Babe Ruth signed cards. And it turns out that the collection is worth millions of dollars. Wow, and he never told anybody about it? Nope. Never showed it to anybody. He just collected it through the years. 97 years old, passes away, and everybody finds out that he's got these cards stashed away in a private collection. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> were they, were the fact that he, were yeah, they the in a safety he, deposit box or just in a no, box in the garage? I think just, just in a box. I think Jeez. it was in the attic or something. No. I, I'm, what if the house burned down? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Uh, now, now, tell me this, Gordon. Am I being too suspicious here in thinking like, okay, you had all this stuff and you didn't tell anybody about it? He stole that stuff, right? <laughs> We're all thinking that, aren't we? No, you have all were... these autographed Babe Ruth cards. How many did you say? Eight? Yeah. Well, and, and a, don't a, tell a soul. Yeah. Appar- yeah apparently, he, he went to a lot. He he was in the New York area, and he went to a lot of games, and he had uh, the occasion to. Uh, I, I don't know. Let's see. If he's ninety-seven, then uh, my math's not good. What does that go back to? About nineteen forty. Uh, if he's nineteen, when he was born, well, he would be very young. Uh, I don't know. Somehow, I don't know how he acquired them, Jake. Born in 1923, if he's 97, right? Yeah, right. So, okay. Well, I, 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 I just wanted to know if I was the only other one listening to the story and thought that guy definitely stole those. Oh, I thought it may have been a forgery. Yeah. No, I, I think they have found them to be authentic. So Listen I, here, I, Gordon, you you go back just about as far as that gentleman there. And if you had that kind of uh, uh, you know, a Babe Ruth, eight Babe Ruth signed, whatever, you wouldn't stop squawking about it. Well, he, he, he didn't talk about it. So maybe he just picked him up along the way and didn't really give much thought to it. If he, he to a that, Babe Ruth signed card? Jake, Jake, if he wasn't to make money off the thing, he would have sold those cards. 
Well, maybe he was waiting until the heat died down. <laughs> what, was he going to wait till he was 107? Maybe he, he uh, it, didn't find a good fence. I don't know. Why, why isn't somebody telling anybody about that? That's, that's I don't ludicrous. know. They were shocked. The family was shocked. Did not know they existed. That's like you having know. an Olivia Newton-John signed uh, <laughs> uh, cassette tape and not telling anybody about it. Oh, uh, brother. Well, I guess he was, I don't know. I, he, I, I don't know. I didn't do oh, an you, investigation you, you, into Casey the man Kasem himself. allegedly uh, wrote you a letter once, and you, we hear about it twice a show. <laughs> well, that's only because I talk on a radio for a living. <laughs> Uncle Jimmy didn't. So now the collection is had... called Uncle the, the Uncle Jimmy Collection. Wow. Okay. I'm not uh, buying it. You're not. Well, you can't afford them. Well, I mean, I, I just. You got a million dollars to go buy some baseball cards? I just they think say... Uncle Jimmy robbed some kid in like the 60s or something. <laughs> I'm telling you, almost everybody has a story about their baseball card collection somewhere. And usually it ends with mom throwing them out. It right? does, except for yours it, it met an interesting demise because you just abandoned them at an office. Yeah, I I don't know. I went back to find them, and they were gone. So what can I tell you? Jake, it looks well, like the, Colin Kaepernick the, may find an NFL contract. Pete Carroll is saying that uh, one team has contacted him to get his evaluation. I guess the uh, Seahawks looked at Cap. Back in 2017, and I think uh, Carol is quoted uh, as saying that uh, he regrets that uh, they didn't didn't sign him. Uh, who was it? Hugh Jackson or somebody was talking about uh, when he was coaching the Browns that he wanted to sign Kaepernick, but uh, he said it was not his decision to make. Here is the the difficult part, uh, still, Gordon, is that. The, the all the noise that comes with Kaepernick is going to muddy the waters a little bit. Do you, do you think it's possible for the for an NFL team to make a fair evaluation and either keep or release him? I mean, do you think that that do you think that that could actually happen? I think if you sign someone to a contract and he turns out not to be what you thought, what you were hoping he would be. I'm not sure that anybody's going to have a problem with releasing him because you're the team out of all the teams in the uh, NFL who finally gave him a chance. Aha, uh-huh. but the NFL's track record on such moves is not terrific. Like, you remember Michael Sam where they, uh, you know, allegedly basically orchestrated him to be taken in the draft and then released so they could basically say, see, we gave him a chance. So oh, it makes the, is... it makes the the Kaepernick thing difficult because, you know, people are going to say, "Well, did you really give him a chance, or are you just trying to, uh, um, you know, uh, quiet the the fuss?" I don't know. I th- I think anybody who's going to go out of their way to sign him would be would uh, that would be a, a net positive either way, regardless of how it turned out. Give the man a chance uh, if. Um, if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. I, I think it, he should be signed if he's good enough to play. Uh, if he's good enough to be a backup quarterback, sign him. And oh, I agree. If he's not good enough, then cut him. 
I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, but as long as you give them a chance and uh, it's done in good faith, uh, I, I I applaud any team that would do that. It's the good faith thing that I, I think will will be called into question. And, you know, see, you don't want somebody signing them just for public relations either, right? I mean, that wouldn't be appropriate. The problem is that in the past he has been good enough to get a contract and nobody gave him a chance. So that's uh, maybe that has changed now. We'll have to wait and see, keep our eye on that. But Talking I mean, about- it's by who's who- – oh, sorry, go ahead. Let's go ahead. No, no, Let's- no, go ahead. Oh, no, I just it's, – it's a judgment call too, which makes it also complicated. There's not a – there's not a finish line, right, that you can point to and say, well, look, he won. I mean, it's is Kaepernick good enough uh, based on one coach's evaluation? You know, it, it mm-hmm. makes it it makes it harder, I think, to process this whole thing. Anyway, moving on. Jake, uh, what's your prime? Oh, this is kind of a personal question. But uh, let me ask you in Austin, what is your prime play and weight? Prime playing weight? Yeah. What was we're, my we're play? playing? Yeah. We're playing yeah. what exactly? Uh, any sport that you. Well, when know. I was sumo wrestling. <laughs> How'd that. Uh, I have no idea. You, I have no idea. You, 100 and, what, uh, 118 pounds. What? Well, maybe. Why uh, were you? A, a speed skater? <laughs> <laughs> a loser? Maybe I'm a, I'm a lightweight wrestler. Jeez. <laughs> Come on, Jake. Your sports were tennis and baseball. Was that on the chess roster there for you, Jake Scott? <laughs> uh, well, I was throughout like my entire – I would say I was 150, but I uh, always wanted to weigh a little bit more for baseball purposes, so I don't know. Let's let's call it a 175. How about that? All right. Fair enough. How about you, Austin? Oh, gall. Uh, I'm not – you know, I'm not too far off from where – I need to be probably around 205 for my uh, body so that, type. You think, yeah. you think athletics-wise that that's the that would be your best spot? For me, yes, yeah. but I'm not okay. a professional athlete, yeah, right? All right. For me, it was uh, about 190, 195, right in that range. Uh, the best optimum uh, performance weight for me. The reason I bring this up is because you saw the story earlier that uh, – uh, Nikola Jokic apparently in these, this downtime has been working on his body and he has lost a lot of weight. You know, before he was kind of, well, how would you describe his body shape? Before? Chusky. <laughs> <laughs> he was a little bit, a little bit doughy. Yeah. He, he looked a little bit like a bowling pin. Wouldn't you say? Wow. Well, uh, wow. apparently, yeah, I don't know about apparently. That. Apparently he, he had some baby fat, huh? Bowling pin, my word. <laughs> he doesn't look like that anymore, and some people are concerned. They think he may he may be in too good a shape. That you know how he used to kind of throw his weight around a little bit. He did. I, I wonder how that's going to go. Because yeah. have you ever uh, seen a case of an athlete who lost weight and ended up not being able to perform as well? Well, I'm trying to think. I know. Some, I well, I mean, some some athletes, you know, work to keep weight on. Right? CC I mean, Sabathia? No, our our good friend Sean Bradley. I think uh, I've talked to him about it before. He spent his whole career trying to put on weight. 
Who was the best heavy athlete you ever saw play? Oliver Miller. <laughs> Austin, who's the uh, who's the who's the uh, oh, the, do- the doughiest yeah. baseball player you ever uh, great baseball player ever saw? Mo Vaughn or Cecil Fielder? Yeah. See now, uh, are Cecil and Prince Fielder the the best uh, chubby father son duo? <laughs> Uh, in, yeah, I can't think of another. In fact, <laughs> in so. baseball uh, or anything, did Craig Statler have a kid? I don't know. The Walrus. I think he did. The Walrus. Oh, man. Still one of the best nicknames in all of sports. <laughs> and then Amazing nickname. Fi- finally, this little tidbit. I want to get your thought on it. And this is pure speculation. It's probably irresponsible. But let me lob this out there. Okay? Oh boy. Apparently, a Boston Bruins player, as the NHL is is uh, trying to get things back together again, a Bruins player tested positive for COVID nineteen, but he had no symptoms, asymptomatic. Well, that led to two subsequent tests, and both of them were negative. So, do you think that we're getting false tests? We talked a little bit yesterday. John Huntsman running for governor. He was tested and uh, that he was negative, and then he tested again. He's positive, positive, negative, negative, positive. I wonder if some of the people who are asymptomatic, I, I wondered this quite frankly, in all honesty, with uh, uh, candor. I wondered about Donovan Mitchell. He didn't have any symptoms, did he? No, he was asymptomatic. Well, I mean, you can, you can look up. You can up still have the... it. I get it. And be asymptomatic. I, I understand that. But it makes you wonder sometimes, doesn't it? Um, wonder what? Wonder whether whether somebody who is positive was really negative, or somebody well, who's I, negative was really positive. You can look up the the stats on it. I mean, the 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 Tribune made a a big deal about Test Utah's uh, positivity rate, right? I mean, they've done a tremendous amount of of uh coverage on on that particular matter the truth is it's going to happen it's just how much does it uh how much does it happen and Mm -hmm. i i would hope that these sports leagues that are kind of developing their own procedures i would hope that uh, you know they're going to test these guys enough that they're going to get it right yeah get it right you know i don't know that that doesn't necessarily make me nervous but because i i like the idea of testing but I like uh, I think testing is terrific, but accurate testing is the key because if you getting tested and getting the wrong result is worse than not getting tested at all. Well, hopefully that you know doesn't happen very often. It's yeah. bound to happen because it it just does. But hopefully it doesn't happen very often. All righty, all right. We're live at Robin's Sports, one ten West Center Street, right here in Bountiful. Come by. And uh, say a social distance hello. Uh, but find out uh, what they can do for you as well. In fact, we'll talk to our friend Jason a little bit about, more about that coming up. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Feed me five, five, four, I smell smoke in the auditorium. Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is a great song. Good call on the uh, on the coasters today, uh, Austin. Well done. All right, Gordo. Let's uh, notch uh, another couple of things off the list, shall we? 
Did you know that uh, John Wayne passed away? Uh, yesterday, uh, yesterday was the anniversary of 1979. Uh, no, I did not know that. Yeah, uh, I, didn't, I, I didn't realize that either. I know you're a big fan of uh, the Duke. You know who's a huge fan of the Duke is Craig Bowler, Jack. Uh, I thought you were going to say our friend Bruce Pitcher, who is also a big friend of, uh, or a big fan of, of Bruce. All right, Jay, I need to kill you in one minute. <laughs> oh, here we go. A man in Cambodia had what he called his yard decorations taken away from him. It was discovered that the decorations were really live munitions left over from wars in the country, a uh, civil war for about 30 years. When's the last and time he, you saw Ned Pepper? He even had, like, landmines. Almost all the decorations had live explosives in them still. That's, <laughs> that's not safe. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I know what it's not, and that's safe. <laughs> oh, brother. Uh, Florida joined uh, two other states now and is signing a bill that allows college athletes to profit off their name, likeness, and image, effective July 2021. Have you ever been yeah. to Nacogdoches? <laughs> I know you're a big fan of that. <laughs> oh, it's it's inevitable. They're they're gonna all kind of uniformly pick a date, and it's it's happening i hate amateurism pay those college athletes are we going to get well to the point Austin. where 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 athletes really are fully paid college athletes i didn't you want to get there is that what you said i don't know i'm just saying do you think that will ever happen put your no. visionary cap on and see if, uh, tell me what you think is title nine gonna still be a thing <laughs> not, because if it is then no Okay, well, it'll be interesting to see how this whole thing works out. But uh, apparently the NCAA is not happy about this. Oh, well, they've been fighting this battle for a long time, so I, I can't imagine they would be too pleased. Have you ever had a scary experience on a, on a, on a, a commercial of their flight? I've had some rough flights. I don't know if I would say scary experience. Austin, have you? Uh, not in terms of the, the airplane falling out of the sky or anything like that, but uh, have you ever had food poisoning and all the accoutrements that come with that on an airplane? That sounds mm, terrible. No. That's or hell. Everybody. That is what that is, yeah. That's not just bad for you, that's bad for the I, whole I plane. repented hardcore when I got home, because whatever I did to come, uh, uh, earn that, I wanted it out of me. Well, it sounds like it was coming out of you. Yeah, Fast. Did you uh, did you make it home okay, or did you uh, was it? No, I'm still way? there. <laughs> yeah, I made it home okay, but it was it was rough. I was in a plane once. I think Bowler was on that plane. A lot of the uh, Salt Lake media was on the plane. We were coming back from a playoff game, a Jazz playoff game in Denver, and we boarded this flight. And this is nothing compared to what some of some of our listeners and maybe some of their family members, whatever, have been through. It was kind of scary. We were on a flight. We took off out of Denver, and uh, about uh, 10 or 15 minutes after takeoff, uh, everyone in the cabin could smell a burning smell. And then all of a sudden the plane turned around and headed back to the airport. That's an unsettling feeling. Yeah. yeah, that is an unsettling feeling. Glad they discovered 
whatever it was to discover? Well, it turned out they they brought it back, landed, and it turned out it was uh, something having to do with the the circulating air system. Uh, but uh, that that was a bit frightening. The reason I bring it up, apparently, a plane landing at Heathrow Airport in London was struck not by one bolt of lightning, but by three different bolts of lightning as it was flying into land. And wow, you know that's what pretty... happened? It just kept on. It it landed perfectly. Well, yeah, because it, it's not on the ground, right? So that would have some sort of impact. Yeah, it, it, if it was gets in struck the by air. lightning, right? Huh? Yeah, I saw I saw a picture of it, and man, I thought you know, good on that plane to be able to handle that kind of thing. Three bolts of lightning simultaneously hitting a plane. Wow! And they landed uh, without a problem, from what I read. But yeah. All right, we'll get to uh, Ryan Lacey, the former Ute, was on with DJ and PK this morning. We're going to let you hear the majority of that conversation coming up next and what's going on. But right now, I'm hanging Lightning out at Robin's. are scary. <laughs> at Robin's Sports, 110 West Center Street, right here in Bountiful. And our friend Jason joins us once again. And Jason, uh, teams are... Uh, kids are getting back to playing. Leagues are, are trying to figure out a way to get going again. And we're... We're back and playing sports. We are, and it's great. It's beautiful. I had somebody just yesterday tell me, you know, I drove past the park. I saw the teams out there playing baseball, and he said, the first bit of, you know, normality that I've have had in my life for a while. So it was, you know, he just he brought that up out of the blue, and I thought, wow, that's, you know, that's pretty cool. Sports impacts us in it a lot does. of ways. 100%. I mean, we know that. We're in the business. You all know that, um, but I think more people than we realize it impacts, and even people that aren't involved in it or maybe are a little bit older and have grandkids that are in it, they still see that. They see the parks filled with people, and they say, like, great, it's awesome. Things are kind of coming back, and sports are back, and it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. We're happy. It is. Uh, uh, okay, we Gordon. Uh, we're looking at right now, you, you heard Jason talk about the Jordan pushed off jersey, the team that's actually called that. Uh, I'm looking at it right now, and that is awesome. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> cool? That is unbelievable. That is so cool. <laughs> Jordan pushed off, number 14. That yeah. is, that's amazing. Any, any team can, can, can come up with whatever design they want. You guys can give it to them. Yeah, exactly. So the, uh, the creator of this lacrosse team, he put it together. They decided to call it Jordan Pushed Off, so they're uh, JPO, and uh, they wanted these jerseys. He designed it, sent it over to us, and through our manufacturing partners, we were able to make a very cool um, reversible lacrosse jersey with that. And uh, that's fun. sweet. Uh, that yeah. thing is it's it's, <laughs> it's good, and this it's this is a this is unique. This it's fully custom. Um, we also have stock apparel. We have some stuff that. Uh, we can get from other manufacturers, and so if you're looking to decorate something a little bit different, uh, we can, um, you know, we can go those routes. We have a lot of different brands that we can offer, from low budget to high budget, which uh, is is unique and and actually really fun to be able to place right. the right product with the right team. No doubt, Gordon. Uh, what what was the name of your old semi-pro hockey team again? Maybe they could they could uh, drum up a sweater for you. <laughs> The puck handlers? The puck handlers, okay. 
I, I thought you would go one of two ways with that, Gordon. I thought you'd, you'd go something like that or just something simple like, oh, we were the Bears. <laughs> no puck sleep. Uh, but you guys do all sorts of stuff. We're, we're talking about uniforms, but, I mean, you guys do gear uh, online, robinsports.com. You do a ton of stuff online. There's uh, Really, you guys are all over it in the sport world. We do. We have an extensive catalog online of equipment. Um, we There's a lot of equipment that's not online. So any listeners out there that are going to the website looking for something in particular, if you can't find it on the website, we would urge you to give us a call, pick up the phone, uh, call us, send us an email. Um, I know it's kind of uh, different in, in our day of age. Um, you might not always pick up the phone, but if you are looking for something specific, chances are we have it and uh, we can get it to you. So any of these coaches, whether it's high school, uh, youth, club, if you're a coach of football, basketball, baseball, it doesn't matter, or if you're running a team or a league, and you're looking for some apparel or equipment, we definitely want to be a part of that decision-making process. Um, even if it's just asking for a quote, um, we're happy to, to send out free quotes, go out to your place, see what you need. Um, we love all of that kind of stuff, and we want to turn, um, turn this, that into a more personal um, transaction as opposed to just ordering something online and hoping that it shows right. up. But some of these pieces are large pieces of equipment that yeah. you can't, you know, you can't just order blindly. You need somebody to guide you through the yeah. process, and that's why we're here. All right, robinsports.com, 110 West Center Street right here in Bountiful. And throw out that number again, Jason. Yeah, our phone number is 801-224-4418. And uh, we'd love to uh, take any calls, um, look us up online, or you can send an email to sales at robinsports.com, R-O-B-B-I-N-S sports.com. And can I say before we leave really quick, yeah. Gordon, lightning bolts are scary. I have been in an airplane that's been struck by lightning, so I've been there, man. And uh, How'd it go? Uh, it was a little scary yeah. for a minute. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was gripping the uh, that seat handle pretty tight. But you uh, shocked? It was... <laughs> Lightning bolts are not friendly. Come on, Gordon. I tell you what. Well, Jason, thank you very much thank for you. having us, and uh, we'll catch up with you a little later on in the show. All right, great. All right, coming up next, what's going on? We'll let you hear from Ryan Lacey, the former Ute, right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Did anybody, did anybody eat the lightning and crap the thunder?